Welcome to It's a Good Life, a podcast dedicated to helping you live your best one. Here's your host, Brian Buffini. Welcome to It's a Good Life podcast, where it's all about helping entrepreneurs feel, think, and do better. We're talking this week about inflation. On Tuesday, we covered the two causes of inflation, government spending and monetary policy. The next piece of the puzzle is how we react to inflation. I talked a little bit about this. You know, initially it's excitement. It's, a, it's uh, enthusiasm. Everybody's got more money. Everybody's spending. Businesses are actually booming right now. Uh, Wall Street's booming. Uh, record earnings on Wall Street. Everybody's having a good old time. And what happens is, you know, there, there are some good things, right? There's more money, which means there's more money to buy more goods. And, and then you have more choice for jobs, right? That's one of the reasons people are resigning, so they can choose to leave one job and go to one that's better. Ultimately, we have to take a look at where this is all at, because the initial reaction and where the latter reaction, I believe, are, are neither one of them are accurate. We shouldn't be euphoric, and we shouldn't be ready to jump off a bridge, okay? We need to be able to manage in the middle. Ernest Hemingway said, the first panacea for a mismanaged nation is inflation of the currency. The second is war. Both bring a temporary prosperity. Both bring a permanent ruin. Both are the refuge of political and economic opportunists. And so that's, that's a little bit of where I'm at. And that's why you hear me. You know, and I never get into politics, but this is something that we need to be aware of. Now, like all things with politics, you're also going to have to kind of figure out what you do yourself, okay? Because, John Maynard Key said, by a continuing process of inflation, government can confiscate secretly an unobserved way, an important part of the wealth of their citizens. And uh, again, we have, we have a lot of theories running around in the, in the education class in America that kind of leaks its way into some of the political world uh, on how this is such a great thing and so on and so forth. And you'll hear it packaged that way. Bottom line, inflation is bad. Inflation is bad. It outstrips everything. It kicks everything uh, further down the road than it should be. So what is it we should do? Well, the initial reaction that people have and what they do is they, they tend to hoard, right? So they end up hoarding cash. And uh, right now, this is especially being seen uh, around, like I mentioned, the savings rate in Asia is up uh, over 100%. And so they're hoarding cash. Now, the problem is you're hoarding cash that's losing value. Now, it makes you feel safe to have cash, and people have more cash than ever before. And I'm the guy who always preaches to have uh, reserves, and you should have reserves. But cash right now is probably the least important strategy that you should employ in regards to inflation because there's a hole in the bucket, dear Eliza. And the fact of the matter is, if inflation continues on, it won't continue on at the 7% rate for it just can't, okay? And eventually, someone's going to have to have the chops to do it. This, the last time we saw inflation like this was 40 years ago. Reagan got elected. He came in, and he made some very, very draconian cuts, which were very unpopular, but he had four years to survive it. And so when you make the cuts and you go cold turkey, it's hard, it's harsh, but eventually it can put you on the right path. So I'm going to give you some things to do with your money right now, if you have money. And uh, first and foremost, if you own a business. The number one best piece of advice I have for you is to reinvest in your own business. Reinvest in your own business. You have an opportunity to grow your business. You have an opportunity to take more territory. You have an opportunity to expand your market share. Self-employed, maybe you're building a team out. This is a good time to reinvest in your business. 
Paul Pills, a great businessman, said, before you ever invest in anything else, exhaust the possibilities of investing in your own business first. And, and people are always shocked by this, but you know, you think about it, when you're investing in stocks, you're investing in a company and you're hoping they're a fundamental business. You hope they have honest and uh, good leadership and, and that they're efficient and effective. And sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. I've met many a person in the publicly traded world that make me scratch my head and go, how are they even in business at all? But if you know your business and you have a good business, maybe it's time to double down and dig in a little deeper and invest in your business and grow it beyond a 7% rate. So you can do that. You can grow your business by 20%. At Buffini Companies Coaching, we help people go from, on average, 35000 a year to over 300000 a year within about three years. So that's a good investment. They're investing in a coach. They're investing in marketing. They're investing in their clients. And they grow their business. And sometimes they grow tenfold. So that's a good investment. And a tenfold investment is outstripping inflation. The second thing I always say, and this is a phrase, is real estate is inflation's great hedge. It just is. And one of the reasons why the real estate market is hot and will continue to be hot is because you can hedge against inflation with it. So imagine, especially at the high end, let's say someone has $10 million and they buy $10 million worth of real estate. Well, if they had the $10 million in the bank by the end of the year, uh, they've lost seven hundred grand, right? But they invested in $10 million worth of real estate and it may, let's say it's gone up 20%. So now it's worth $12 million. Well, the delta between the two is $2.7 million. That's an that's 27% difference. Now, again, let's say that it doesn't go up at all. It stops the 7%. And that's why the high-end real estate is still flying off the shelf in North America. So real estate is a great hedge against inflation. It's going to continue on like this for a while. With the rates going up, the market will certainly cool and soften. With the inflationary prices, first-time buyers are going to have a heck of a time qualifying in the future. So the market will cool some. Rates are already creeping up. Uh, but again, if you're going to buy real estate, just make sure you're putting money down, please. You know, just make sure you have a good down payment or you're working to save it and then keep yourself safe in case there's a downturn. And if, as long as you got 20% down, you're in good shape. Warren Buffett said, investing is laying out money now to get more money back in the future. That's what it is. So investing to get beyond the number. Okay. Invest in solid companies that pay dividends uh, would be my third advice. And John D. Rockefeller was the richest man in America. And he said, you know what brings me pleasure? To see my dividends coming in. And so there's lots of vehicles now that you can also, you can buy stock in. I'm not going to become a stock guy for you here, but there's, there's many a vehicle that you can buy stock where the dividends coming into you, uh, you don't pay tax on, and then they continue to grow. I mean, I, I'm going to give you a, a couple of specific investments here in a minute when I finish up, because I don't want it all to be doom and gloom. Because at the end of the day, the government's going to do whatever the government's doing. At the end of the day, we don't have control over that other than our particular vote and voice, but just enough people need to step up. Uh, so uh, we need to, to do that, okay? Another one is research tax-deferred strategies. And I want to say this, the more, you, the more you get and the more you gain, the more you need to get into this business, okay? Martin A. Sullivan said, there, there may be liberty and justice for all, but after that, there are tax breaks only for some. And that is true. And again, we have the arguments, uh, you know, for three or four years, Amazon didn't pay a dime. And I think from 2016 to 2018, they didn't pay any taxes and things like that. And it's kind of frustrating. And here's Bezos, you know, spending billions to go to space and having a good time. Well, at the end of the day, he's, he's, he's working the system. He knows the laws. He knows the rules. He has a team of people doing that. And you have to actually be wise. You can't 
You don't have to become an expert yourself, but you need to go and get good advice. And um, there are things you can do to defer taxes. I'll be candid with you. When I first came to America, my business was growing and Buffco was growing at 49% a year. All I was thinking about was growing the business, hiring more people, building out a bigger business, better opportunity. Today, I spend more time thinking about how to defer taxes than I do how to grow the business. I'm still trying to grow the business, but if I can reduce my taxes, because here's the thing, if I can grow the business by 20, but my tax rate's 50, uh, between state and federal it is, and then I pay property tax, and I pay gas tax, and then I pay capital gains tax, and then I pay all the different taxes there are, uh, the truth of the matter is I get a greater rate of return by finding out of proper legal ways to defer taxation, and uh, I can make a greater rate of return. And the other thing I'm going to say is get educated. Get educated. You don't get educated on the nightly news. You don't get educated by watching the one news show you always watch that gives you the political position you like. It is time to go back to some basic fundamentals. So and now I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a free market guy and I'm a capitalist. So I, I'll tell you, that's my bias. Uh, but one of the guys I've leaned on to for years is um, Milton Friedman. And you can watch all this stuff on YouTube. Just freedom to choose. Go Go watch Milton Friedman. Go look at him from the 70s and 80s. And uh, he's been there for years. And uh, the guy was brilliant, brilliant human being that uh, is able to articulate and communicate, you know, all the different aspects of uh, monetary policy. And, and it's actually kind of entertaining how he communicates, right? So I'm going to give you a couple of tips. Inflation is here. It's going to be here for a while. Uh, I don't think it'll be quite at the rate it is now, but it, I think through the end of this year, it's still going to be um, foolishly high. Uh, they're still trying to pass more spending bills. Thank God they haven't, uh, because that's all that's going to do is just create more sugar high. And I, I, I know that rubs people the wrong way politically, but I, I guarantee you, if the last $5 trillion bill had been passed, you would be looking at a 10-year inflation rate. I just can't get it back, especially when you see what they're spending the money on. And so, what can you do? Well, I'm going to give you some hedges against inflation. Obviously, the first thing people do is they buy gold. And gold's up to $1,900 an ounce. And that's fine. It is a hedge against inflation. It's just not a great investment. Okay? And if it was, Warren Buffett would have bought it in 1962. Uh, but he bought stocks and good companies. So, uh, commodities is another place. Especially right now, the energy sector. So, if you're looking for short-term places for the next 12, 18 months, commodities are going to go all go up. And commodities can be a place that, uh, you know, you can do a little uh, homework on. I'll give you something specific. There's, there's an investment called an I-bond. And uh, right now it's spitting off 7%. And it's adjusted every six months for inflation. Now, you're limited to buying $10,000 worth of this. But, um, and one of the things I hate about it is that it's, it's a government bond. So the government's borrowing at a higher rate. So it leads to more inflation. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, here, my job is not to fix America, nor is yours. My job is to contribute, do what I can, do the best I can. And uh, I-bonds, I think they're going to expand it to 100 grand here. Uh, they're petitioning it right now because the government's looking for more money. So 7% rate that's adjusted every six months for inflation, pretty good. Uh, real estate and REITs, we talked about real estate. And, um, you know, for me, look, I, I bought uh, apartment buildings, I bought condos, I bought homes, I've I used to own thousands of storage units, all good investments. One of the things right now, if you're going to do a vacation home, I would just say in the last Great Recession, people were buying, taking mortgages on their home, taking out the extra money and buying a vacation home. If you buy a vacation home, 
my best advice would be make sure you can Airbnb or VRBO it and, and rent it out as a, a vacation property, okay? And run it like a little business. Um, so REITs are very solid. Uh, and again, just be aware, right? There's also the work from home dynamic is, is changing a little bit of commercial real estate. So do a little work on that. The S&P 500, uh, there's as boring as it gets. You know, Warren Buffett has a standing bet of $5 million for any um, hedge fund manager that uh, can beat the results of the S&P 500 over a five-year period of time. And he's $5 million, and he's asked all these hedge fund managers, put up $5 million bucks of your own money and see if you can beat the returns. S&P, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. Right now, it's, it's high, right? It's high, but it's been high. And there's a bit of a sugar rush in the, in the culture. You're going to see the interest rates change rapidly. Well, I used to calculate how many raises of interest rates it will be. I think now it's going to be by how much. Rather than, oh, there's three or four rate hikes coming, I think they're going to start doing them by more than a quarter point, like a half point. And I think what's going to happen is they're going to go fast because they're late, and then then it's going to level off, okay? So, um, again, income-producing real estate, apartments, storage units, vacation homes, all that stuff is good. So there is some places you can put your money where you can beat the market. Just having cash, now you need to keep your reserves, you know, at least three months home expenses. You need at least a month of your business. If you can get a little bit more than that, great. Obviously, six months for your home and three months for your business is ideal. But after that, uh, cash will not save the day here. Inflation is going to be with us a while. People are trying to do the best they can. And also, people need to know they, they're trying to get reelected. And spending money is one of the ways they do that. So, I would say one. Let your local representative know, hey, it's time to tighten the purse strings. Number two, for yourself, don't get caught up in the hype and don't get caught up in the all is lost, okay? Inflation's been around before. And imagine this. Imagine the hyperinflation we had in the late 70s. Imagine you'd bought a bunch of real estate in the late 70s. What would it be worth today? Imagine you bought a bunch of stocks in the late 70s. What would that be worth today? So don't don't, uh, lose the plot here. But things are more expensive. Things are more challenging. You don't just, you know, buy gold and bury it all in the backyard. If, if you want to use that as part of your strategy, if you want to use that as part of your reserves, not a bad idea. But ultimately, like I said, reinvest in your own business. Real estate, great hedge. Solid companies that pay dividends. Get uh, up to speed on the tax strategies and get yourself educated. So there you go. Uh, I know that's a little different uh, slant today, but I, my inbox has been blowing up and people want to know about inflation and what to do. And there's a lot to talk about it. But um, hopefully this has given you some insight. Hopefully you know how inflation occurs. Hopefully you'll do a little bit of homework to learn for yourself. Don't freak out. Don't panic. Uh, it's time to get busy. Invest in your business. Invest in yourself. Invest in your assets. And uh, keep putting the good stuff into your head so that your attitude and mind is good. So I really appreciate you guys joining me. I really appreciate you being on this journey, this good life journey with me. And uh, like I say, the good life, there's bumps on the road. In the good life, there's obstacles we have to jump over. It's not always easy. It's not always simple. And so I hope this has been helpful for you today. And I'm going to throw you over to Therese Buffini, who I talked to on my way into the studio this morning at 91 years of age. And she was telling me the price of things when she was seven years of age. I'm actually wearing a a little medal. A little. She got this little praying hands, and she got it when she was. Uh, seven years old, and so it's 84 years old, and she gave it to me. She told me it's solid gold, and she told me what her father paid for it. And uh, she says, it'd be worth a bit more now today, Brian. I don't know if she was asking for the money back or what with her, but uh, she was letting me know that she's been around a few inflationary cycles in her 91 years, and she's still kicking and going strong. So 
There you have it, folks. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I'll throw you over to the golden mama herself who can send us off with a little Irish blessing. And when you hear this blessing today, maybe it'll help you relax around the whole topic of inflation. Over to you, Therese. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.